Discover the Dakota Lithium difference. Dakota Lithium is the leading manufacturer in lithium iron phosphate batteries for boating, RVs, golf carts, and electronics, all backed up by our legendary 11-year warranty. Here at Dakota Lithium, we take pride in manufacturing batteries to help you go further, last longer, and play harder. From the woods to the water, our goal is to help you live a life without limits, no matter where your passions may take you. Join the lithium revolution now. Use the code WAYPOINT3 for 10% off your next purchase at dakotalithium.com. Next Saturday, Christmas comes early. Welcome to this incredible scene. Bills. To the end zone. Chargers. It's a touchdown. An exclusive NFL game. This is fantastic. Live in primetime. Wow. Only on Peacock. With a Christmas gift to their fans. They're having some fun now. Bills versus Chargers. Next Saturday, 730 Eastern. Exclusively on Peacock. What's up, nerds? Welcome back to another episode of the Aggressively Average Anglers podcast. Uh. Today we got a very special guest with some very special news, and we are very excited for it. Uh, we got our man Ethan Duvetter here from Fish Anything, also Mule Fishing. Dude, you have so many names. You have so many things they're going all, on. They're all right. And they're all correct. How are you doing, man? I am good. It is past 8 o'clock, well, it's 8 o'clock on the dot, and, you know, I'm a little tired, but I'm pretty darn confident that between Paul's personality and your personality... You're going to bring this energy level up, and we're going to have some fun. That's the plan, starting with Q of the D. And also, Paul's here. Hi, Paul. Oh, hi. <laughs> you know, just say something. Stop drinking. Say something. Hello. Thank oh. you. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice, oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> All right, we got a fun show for you guys tonight. Uh, as always, there's going to be some schmivaways at the end of the show, so you're going to have to stay tuned and participate because uh, once we hit over 125, did we say 125 concurrent viewers? Is that's the new level? You guys are ranking up. You're you're moving your way up. Eventually, we'll get S tier ranking, which is like 500 concurrent viewers. A man can dream, y'all. A man can dream. But right now, it's 125. So send the invite out. Send this link over to anybody you know that has ever held a fishing rod or considered it. You know why not? Because that's what this channel is all about. Like learning to get better at catching fish and having more fun on the water, doing so in a, a fun way and doing so in a way that helps uh, our ecosystem thrive, ideally. And that's something mule fishing is all about. We'll get to talking about that a bit later. But we got some cool stuff going on and there's a new product drop. And I also see like another bullet point there that I'm interested in hearing more about. So we're going to dive into this episode today. But real quick, shout out to our sponsors who help us put on this show. As always, we've got our friends over at Monster Bass supporting the show. First giveaway, every single show is going to be a $25 gift card to MonsterBass.com. Good for anything except the subscription and shipping, I hear. But, you know, they got a ton of product, lots of merch, lots of apparel, lots of tackle, things that you guys will be, uh, you know, happy to have. So there you go. You, you, somebody's going to win that. We'll have some fun tonight. And... Shout out to Mule Fishing. Oh, 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 look, he's here. We got Ethan on. So uh, thank you, Mule Fishing, for supporting the show and being awesome as always. Uh, shout outs to Akuma. We've got a new code for you guys. Now, it's not Akuma Direct. I wish I could tell you it's for rods and reels. Unfortunately, I it's wish. not. It is. It is, however, good for Fish Lab and also for Soft Steel Line. And let me let you in on a little secret that we found out last night on our Members oh Only Live. This is piping hot. You guys, if you use this code, it is triple A 
888-2523 at checkout. So triple A-2523. You'll get 25% off. And the Eminent Braid from Soft Steel Line is already like 75% off. So if you it's want free. to... It's basically free. If you want to go buy out the Eminent Braid <laughs> before it, while supplies last, we're going we're gonna to just bankrupt Soft Steel's braid section. We're going <laughs> to clear and sink off. Ethan, I'm not joking. I'm recommending this to you as well. All the everyone I know, like I want to buy that. Because the Eminent braid. braid is like it's eight strand solid moss green, just like standard braid. It comes all standard sizes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really good, but dude, it's like four dollars for like three hundred yards. It's stupid. Sounds, free. It sounds it's, like a heck of a deal, and people yeah. need. You'll to never do better. Get it. Everybody needs, you'll never you do need better. Braid. You need braid. So we had one of our members, Nicole, who purchased, uh, was it, is it 1,500 yards? 1,600. 1,600 yards for $30. $30. So if you would like, if you would like to cocoon yourself in braid, (laughs) as I will be doing when I RIP and am laid to rest, I will be wrapped in imminent braid because I. Eminent shroud, please. <laughs> uh, you can do that. 25% off. Also good for fish labs. So if you guys want to pick up some hydroglides or you want the new Nature Series plastics, which we will be beating the tar out of this year, then you should definitely check that out. So big shout out to them. Always, we got our, our Busby code. All these links are in the description below. Go check out Busby. Go check out Waterland if you need some shades. The sun finally peaked out. Ethan, you got sun over there? We're in the same state. I know you do. Oh, wind. I got wind. We do have wind. We are under wind advisory right now. Any ice that we did have, and I know I saw your video. I literally have a recorded ice fishing trip where I caught like four fish. So I was like, I'm not. This is a boring video. Uh, But I did fish the pony pants. I only fished the pony pants the entire time, dude. So all those fish were on that. And it was multi-species. I caught bass, perch, and gill. Uh, It was pretty rad. But that was it. Pretty textbook. Like I had... Pretty textbook. Let's be it's, honest. It's a textbook day in Michigan. It's very right? textbook. The good news is that you got out and caught a few fish on exactly on water. And now let's just get to the open water yeah. fishing because I ice fishing. Bring it on. But dude, it's not that cool. Exactly. We can, dis- we can dispense with the pleasantries. All right, it's garbage, especially when it's like this. <laughs> and when you get 14 minutes to go, it's like okay, just bring me. Just three hours the liquid. I'll take the liquid. Y'all, I had three but, hours on the ice. <laughs> it's fun. But when it's like this too, it's like, it's not near as fun as it could be because right. the whole time I'm just like, well, I die today. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to fall through. Like, Did you see all the, all the spider cracks and everything? There was all like, just, just eroding ice. And uh, I mean, I hadn't seen this message too often before, but when the DNR puts out a message that says must remove all uh, shanties by, I think it was February 26th, which is <laughs> they're not, if they're on the ice now, they're underwater tomorrow. Yeah, like, the, fish structure. And you get fined. You get fined. Good. When they go it's down, true. it's 500 bucks or mm-hmm. up to three times that I think is 500 it, minimal. It could be a lot. So if you got a shanty, if it's still alive, safely go retrieve it. But grappling hook and <laughs> yeah, ice, ice fishing's done. You know, it's yeah. done. So we are open water season here real soon, which is which is great news because we got a lot of baits to try, including the one that we're going to talk about today, and maybe another secret one. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, use use the codes, you guys. Go click the links in the description below. We really appreciate you when you guys do that because it makes us look super cool to all those companies, and then they don't yell at us. Yay. <laughs> make sure you throw your link, your um your link in there for Mule too. So if for anyone that checks out the new products and stuff, make sure to click through the Burley 
sorry, the aggressively angry, aggressively average. Angler. Well, sorry, okay, I'm you're just the same as you sometimes call me online outdoorsman. Okay, this is online fish is anything. Online yeah. fish anything. Fish yeah. anything Words. online. Fair link. Fishing Chaz, online. Chaz, oh no, <laughs> Chaz, can While we're doing the Q of the D, can you throw up the mule uh, link? I put it in the show notes. I thought you were just going to stop at throw up. Charles, while we're doing this, can no. you just go throw up? Tactical chunder. Real quick, tactical. Uh, all right, let's get to the Q of the D. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Q of the D. This one, this was this was an easy one for me, actually. What do you guys think was, when you like, right when you first started fishing? Like, okay, maybe not when you were three, but as you were getting into fishing uh, more seriously, on your own, what was, mm-hmm. like, the biggest general mistake that you made when you started? I know I will go oh first because I, it was it came instantly to me. Okay. It was I did not understand power length and action on rods at all. Mine. And I literally I would buy a rod and it was so inappropriate for what I wanted to do <laughs> looks, that looks I good. was almost thoroughly handicapped for like the first year, probably. And I would Finesse like I, rod even grabbing like fishing. a bait cat. I had never run <laughs> or, uh, into a bait caster. Frogfish. <laughs> and like I sort of had to like figure out the hard way. Like, yeah. Oh, the ones with the triggers. Don't buy those. Don't know how to use them. Don't know what they're for. Spinning is what I need. And I it was I was baffled by the options. So for like yeah. the first year, I really struggled with that. And it handicapped me so hard. Totally. I, I think a lot of people, you know, because there's so such a breadth of uh, selection for rods let alone reels let alone line and like and it'll be it like can be it can be MH overwelming at first 706 mh 1658654c and you're like uh yeah uh yeah, you got no, the no. l i don't what <laughs> i'll i'll take two <laughs> ethan what about you man i'll let you go next <laughs> i'm gonna say kind of two things so okay the first one is more like just a general like actual fishing mistake fishing error I was just spooling line on a spinning reel properly, like as a total newbie, right? Was, you know, getting the line to where it it coils on the same way that it coils, it's been coiled onto a, you know, a spool. You want to make sure that that memory kind of works with you. And Mm -hmm. I, I definitely burned through a lot of line just because I would, I put it on there, it was wrong. And then it led to twist. And then it, I was out there for an hour and 30 minutes of it was messing with my line. It was like, that stunk so that was like an early mistake that i learned pretty quick how to avoid um then i would say the other one is just like this i think everyone does this and that's why i try to encourage people like to avoid it is don't buy so much gear just because you're so excited about fishing like try to master the things that you acquire and not get so ahead of yourself to the point where you've spent a thousand dollars on gear and you're, what happens is once you start to master things, you realize that 90% of what you bought, you don't actually even want or have a use for. And so it's like, get good with like a smaller amount of gear and then slowly build your way out. I think a lot of us just lack that discipline. Um, and I know I did. Um, but the good thing that helped me a little bit was the fact that I was young and cheap and I didn't have that much money. So fortunately, it could have been a lot worse. Um, yeah. But just, just know that you guys we don't need near as much gear as people are constantly pumping. Like, and that's part mm-hmm. of the reason like mule, it's like, it's all about simple approach, like minimal equipment. Like, because I just feel like it's so intimidating. Like you go to Bass Pro, you could spend $50,000, <laughs> you know, it'd be so oh. easy. Um, just More than that. <laughs> but anyways, I think just don't get ahead of yourself too much as far as fishing gear goes. Just get good at a couple things. Get good. This is a tagline. I want that on my grave. 
I Good probably ball. can you make sure that happens? I, no problem. I, I, I want to be cocooned. I, in Eminent Braid, and it has to say "get good." Like I'm gonna need stuff. to be cocooned in all of the fluorocarbon that I wind knotted uh, out of existence <laughs> when I was trout fishing when I was first starting to fish. Because, like, I literally wanted to chew my bait caster or my spinning reel up yep. because I was just yep. so mad. I was like, I might as well eat this. It's not catching any fish because I just would be wind knotted to high heaven. And uh, yeah, I took me. It took me figuring out. I almost did it on accident. Uh, I would take in my back, I would do it in my truck. I would lay the spool down on its side. I would put a sweater over the line just to create the tension, but yeah. then also catch the spool so it would just spin as I would pull the line off. And that's honestly, that's how I do it 75% of the time. And Still I think to this I day, it works so good. I think I also put too high a di- diameter of line on. Like I put like 10 pound or 12 pound mono yeah. on. Yeah. So it's just spinning rail. Should have had like six pounds, you know, it was it was just right. too big. So it caused problems. I, I think that that was the one I was gonna go with because uh and particularly with braid, is that I wasn't choosing the right line for the rod power in action. So I'd go out and I'd be like frog fishing with like thirty pound braid, right? And I needed higher because I was using a Dobbins Fury Magnum heavy rod. <laughs> mag heavy. So it was like <laughs> You know, mag mag heavies don't really like thirty pound braid. That's you know, and I was I was like, why are these guys using fifty sixty five pound braid? I don't get it. And I was like, oh oh, that's why. Because yeah, you'll just snap literally everything off. You set the hook, <laughs> it's gone. And Paul remembers there was a trip like right after that trip was I, when I was like, I'm a big dumb, and I'm gonna go <laughs> fix my dumb problem. I'll never forget that day. <laughs> I was like, gone, gone, gone. And I was like, what's wrong? Like, I don't get it. So I switched Monkey to like whipping medium them heavy. Straight out of there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And, and then it was like really late. So it was dark and we didn't have lights. So we were trying to find our way <laughs> off the lake. That was fun too. I was like, no, no, no. I can find my jig in pitch blackness in a swamp. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. Uh, so yeah, just... It, it, somebody called it out in chat here too. So I mean, anytime you can find like you know, there's plenty of seminars. There's lots of different education tools out there. There's a lot of creators that really know what they're talking about. There's creators that are learning with you, like us here at Aggressively Average Anglers. So go check them out. Tactical Bass is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, they always do one to two hour seminars for free on YouTube. So I mean, you can go pay for Bass U, or you can just get it for free from Tactical Bassin. I mean, I know my preference. The price is right when it's free. So if you want to check some stuff out, go check that out, right? And learn, right? Live and learn. If it's not working, something's wrong. Like go learn what you're doing wrong, which is what I did, and I haven't been snapping off like crazy since, unless it's a very expensive chatterbait. <laughs> Then I mean, then it's not purpose. I just throw it away. Like it's just my it's my move now, right? Everybody's got their little signature move. That's my signature move. Bye bye, seventeen dollars chatterbaits. All right, let's uh, let's dive in because I think people are chomping at the bit. Some people in chat already know because Ethan, you announced this a couple hours ago. No, like, launched no, like literally thirty minutes ago. Thirty minutes ago, dude, right before. Yeah, I had to announce it right before because, like, otherwise I would have been trying to work on the computer while, and I did not right. want to distract our, ourselves. So. Um, yeah, it was like fresh. So, all right, yeah. let's get into it. What is the big reveal? This new product that we're all excited about that Paul and I already shot a video for and are ready to launch Friday. Oh, so sweet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Post it up, baby. It's um, going up. <laughs> so for those of you who have not checked out mule fishing's website just yet, um, a new pr- product that is now available is called 
the Bronco Blade, and this is a little jig spinner. So we got four colors here, gold and chrome, um, and then fire red and chartreuse. And ultimately this was kind of like an idea I've had for a while. And really the mm -hmm. reason was is because, you know, we all know mule spin. We all know like a jig spinner has been around for a long time, but ultimately with the mule fishing portfolio, I want to just make sure that the jigs and plastics had an option to kind of just adjust the way that you fish. So when you yeah. add a jig spinner, it gives you a lot more capabilities. You know, we know that 95% of the time, like I can make a jig and plastic work, but sometimes like if there's dirtier water or if there's high wind situation, or maybe I just want to cover more water, maybe I'm actually taking someone new fishing that doesn't necessarily know how to work a jig and plastic. Mm -hmm. I'm a jig spinner right here. And this is just a, a cast and wind retrieve. And I think that there are you know occasions, right, where fish are a little bit more aggressive and they actually react better to a little bit more of a reaction bite. And that's where you're basically turning your your favorite jig into like your new favorite like micro spinner bait. And yeah. so I'm really, really excited about this right now. It's a really simple product. Like it's not like anything earth shattering. It's just to continue to round out the the mule fishing line and just give you more options on the water. And that's what mule is all about. It's not about being fancy. It's about just making a simple system that works. And as a work horse because these things will put in work we were talking about it before the show it's like i don't think we've re-upped plastics with you in like a year <laughs> like at least maybe two seasons and we were just talking about it. i was like i don't know maybe we should use some more donkey tails maybe maybe some minnows i don't know but uh yeah like they they just last and you don't you don't really get that with a ton of companies there's definitely other companies out there trying to like compete on that durability level sometimes you lose action sometimes it does some other funky stuff or they just choose really weird molds or whatever but we've found like the simplicity the durability and the affordability like all add up to be just this magical concoction that is mule fishing which has been like our love for it and you guys have seen our ultralight videos and we've done like you know buyer's guides or whatever like getting started all that stuff ethan's done 10 times more than that on his channel and if you want like the breadth of people have been asking this to you ethan uh you know the breadth of choices for rods whether you want to go like for that finesse casting go bfs you want to talk reels you want to talk spinning this guy's done a lot more of that so if you want the variety that's there for sure um you know and i mean that that is really the education i think anybody needs and it really goes a step further towards the simplicity of all this because ultralight i mean when, when paul and i were like hey do you want to like not try hard today cool let's do ultralight <laughs> like literally do you want to do cheat codes today let's do that I don't have to pack 14 rods anymore. I'm just bringing one rod and reel. Uh, it's already spooled up. I got a line, maybe a little, one spool of extra leader line if I need it. And then the rest is just, you know, the tiny little Ned rig setup and my mules all in there. So we're good. I got a couple bags of plastics, Paul. Is, I mean, you don't need much. The, the fanny pack is now an option. I think that's Oh my God, I keep to. forgetting <laughs> about that. Now it's like... It's warm season coming. Let's do it. Yep. We're going to fanny pack it up. It's got lumbar support. Oh, man. If you guys haven't seen it, check out that Akuma unboxing video. We're uh, going to be rocking that fish lab pack. Oh, when's a mule fanny coming out? That's what I don't know. People have actually asked that a lot of times because I'm notorious for wearing a fanny pack. Yeah. Um, not today by any means, but that, that's definitely something I would do. I just need yeah. to find the right kind of per like, you know, right kind of company or, or supplier to kind of help me. Right. create something like that you know i actually reached out to a company to see if i could do like a co-branded one from an existing company but i never heard back from them. so I mean, i've i've considered it like because quite honestly like 
like you said, like ultralight fishing is what you make it. You know, you can do mm-hmm. some very serious, more complicated ultralight fishing. Like, don't mm-hmm. be very clear about that. But you can also just go out there and like catch fish with like very little gear and little like work, right? So, yeah. um, like a small pack or a small like backpack or a small like carrying, you know, satchel, if you will. I mean, I think that I definitely think that that would be like something that could help the mule fishing lineup just to kind of like. Yeah. round it out and make it that system because that's what like for me like mule fishing like i want it to be just an ultralight or a light line system for multi-species and so that means anything from the jigs and plastics to to the spit the jig spinner to the floats yeah. maybe someday like line maybe someday like packs you know that sort of thing but yeah one step at a time right it, it just takes time it takes money and you know those are things that you just have to wait <laughs> you have to be a little patient with so i would sure. love to see so samurai has a sling pack it's probably 50% bigger than what it would need to be for ultralight, but it has, right. it's very bare bones. But what I like about it is if they trimmed it down 50% its size, yeah. it would be the, it would, it's the perfect shape for being either the hip or the sling, which sure. that is huge for me because I'm not sure. as tall as you guys. And so when I'm fishing, I'm in the belly. All right. You guys are down at the knees. The water's at my belly. All right. So I <laughs> hip packs, I'm just drowning my baits. I don't love that. So I need the sling pack and I would love to have one that's that you could alternate. Um, and it, and it needs to have the samurai has the perfect spot. It has two D rings for mm-hmm. tools and both of them have like a, like a slot for the tools and that that's, that would be it. Like that would be, that would be it. Also I'm envisioning a mule fishing Christmas pack. We will select all the baits and then you just buy it and it comes already prepared inside of sling pack <laughs> there's a lot of there's things man and like the, 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 there's no shortage of ideas it's just you know there is shortage of time sadly yeah, and there's 100%. Also, yeah i love it. You know, it guys you know mule has come a long way and i, oh, I think yeah. about it a lot like i started mule november 2019 so whatever that makes me however many years old mule is right but that's not that long ago, but yep. I went from three jig sizes in four colors to now numerous colors, numerous plastics, numerous offerings. And it's like, where will Mule be in five years? I mean, I don't know, but that's exciting to me to think about because of everyone's support. Like it truly means a lot. Every time that people buy from Mule, not only am I donating to like waterway cleanup, but I'm also every single dollar that I do that I do make. I don't pay for anything for my family with that. That is all reinvested and continuing to build the mule brand up so I can continue to offer more stuff. Like it's not about like making big money. It's about making a brand that helps people. And that's, what's been really cool over the last couple of years. So. Yeah. I love it. You know, that, that was kind of what I was hitting at at the beginning of the show and lots of river cleanup opportunities. Uh, we, we tried and, and failed to put one together last year. What do you say about this year? You think we can make it happen? I, I would like gathering. Yeah, I would like to. I that's something that I, I have on my list. I, I wanna host one and maybe that maybe that's somewhere in, in you know like Lansing or, or that area, but yeah. um, somewhere kind of middle of the state. I, I do think that I wanna host one and I, I'm actually working with another um, uh, college fishing team to potentially try to host one um, on the southwest side of you know the state as well. So I wanna do more of that kind of stuff. So if there's yeah. ever people, you know, whether you're watching or if it's you guys, you know. If you guys have opportunities to get out there and get waterway waterways cleaned up and you need someone to help support that initiative, like 
I am your man. Like, feel free to reach out. I'm not upset by it by any means. I'm, I'm very excited about it. So that's a passion of mine. If you guys have like a local crew that goes out and does stuff and you want to make it just a little bit better and there's a way that I can help, please don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah. And, and there is no end to the amount of cleanup that needs to be done. Case in point, watch that video Paul and I did. Like we literally crawled through the muck. I think uh, Paul did barrel rolls through uh, like a 90 year old sleeping bag. We found a tent. Uh, you know, there's just you guys busted your butts out there. I You worked so hard. Well, we were going to stop, but then we found a shopping cart. So we just loaded the shopping cart up and kept on going. <laughs> You guys so, must have been tired that evening because you oh, played yeah. Board. <laughs> oh yeah, and then we tried to fish and failed. Also, Paul died. Wow, man! All right, uh, do, do we have Sarah McLaughlin uh, queued up, Chaz? <laughs> we should start doing that every time somebody gets booted on a live. You just play that like Sarah McLaughlin clip that they usually put alongside like "Adopt these cats and dogs," and it's just like "R.I.P. Paul." Because we can canva his head on a gravestone. This would be great. This is fantastic. He always does this to me, I swear. And I live in the boonies. He's in like just a perfectly new development uh, neighborhood. <laughs> what are you doing? What's happening? All right. So let's do this while Paul's out. I want to talk to the people a little bit about the action. I heard you and Paul kind of, I, I hopped in a, you know, a little bit late, a little bit late getting started here, but uh, I hopped in a little late. I heard you guys talking about the action of the Bronco blades. So give us uh, sort of the, the synopsis, if you will, the rundown. Where am I using this? And yep. what's it doing that's like different, you know, or, or better than just doing straight jig in circumstantial, of course. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about like some of the key elements with the design. Mm -hmm. I'll talk a little bit about um, why I wanted this in the first place. So a couple things to kind of call out. And obviously my, my camera is not exactly the highest resolution, but you can check out like the, the pictures and whatnot on the website and you'll see this. The first thing I want to call out is there's a welded connection right here. So where this swivel attaches to the wire, that's welded. So the reason I wanted to do that was because yeah. traditionally on other jig spinners that you might see out there, you know, typically like the cheaper ones, right? Like your Eagle Claws, there's nothing wrong with those. Like they're fine, right? Sure. But they, they twist it. And what happens is your line, if you cast and it somehow wraps that, it gets all coiled up in there. And what happens is you actually damage your line and then you might break mm -hmm. off. And so that's why I wanted to have that welded. So the other thing that that does is, you know, it keeps your swivel and your blade from falling off. So, you know, I'm sure people have experienced it the same way I have using a little bit cheaper jig spinner. You might eventually reel it back in and find that on that last fish catch, you know, it totally, your blade's just gone because yeah. it was connected yeah. in a poor way. Um, the swivel is very high quality. So like in testing these products, you know, it really starts to twist and move and, and give that kick and vibration at slow speeds. Um, and then the last thing that I really wanted to call out is the fact that I used the lightest wire that I could possibly use that still works. So what I mean by that is this wire will literally fit through the jig eyelet on a 180th ounce mule jig all the way through the, the entire lineup. So yes. that was important to me to give you maximum versatility because again, versatility is like everything for mule. Um, mm -hmm. so those like are kind of like my three key things that kind of make this jig spinner just a little bit different. It really was designed around jigs that, um, I have, um, I do want to actually call out one other thing. Um, you'll notice that there's a little MF brand. So that is something that I created myself, but 
I originally talked to my grandpa, who is the the logo, like that. That's my grandpa. Um, yeah. <laughs> I talked to him because his um, he's got you know he has a brand, and it was hit from his. Um, I think his dad. It was originally from his dad's brand, or maybe it's his grandpa's brand. Um, either way, so I took a picture of my his old brand that he used on his mules and everything, and and you know yeah, pretty much around the farm. And I took that and kind of used it as inspiration. Then I just kind of did it my own way with mule. But I wanted to incorporate that on the blade to just kind of like give it the mule fishing stamp. Like, and yeah. um, that's like definitely I'm going to incorporate that brand more in the future. You'll see it's here on the back of the packaging. It's just like a little touch, right? But yeah, I just thought it was kind of cool. I was really excited about it. It's like it doesn't necessarily do anything for the product. I mean, it adds like a little black spot, which you know you could argue could potentially be beneficial on these. Um, sure. But it, 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 I don't know. I just thought it was cool. <laughs> I was say it's just awesome. There's that that it's added. Yeah, like I mean, that's, that's part of it. I mean, it means something to me, and, and I don't know. That was important to me. Um, and then, as far as fishing these things go, like I said, really, it's all about like speeding up your retrieve. I mean, you can still you can you can crawl these things really slow and get that blade turning, um, yeah. but you can have a execute a slow retrieve to a speedy retrieve. But the other thing is, it's just flash and vibration, right? You know, a jig and plastic, like you can you can do a lot in various mm -hmm. water conditions, but what you can't necessarily get is that same level of like true vibration that a spinnerbait gives you, that a chatterbait gives you. Yeah. Now all of a sudden your microplastic gives you the ability to present it in dirtier water and still appeal to the smaller fish, like smaller game fish, or appeal to fish that just want to hone in on, on smaller bait fish. So you're essentially just giving yourself a micro spinnerbait, which is wonderful because now you can catch mm -hmm. crappie, ass, bluegill, trout, list goes on. Um, what I'm personally most excited about for this product is pre-spawn crappie. Like, it's just like, I think pre-spawn crappie, when they get up, get a little shallower, start feeding towards the surface, like burning this under the surface or just getting it yeah. three, four feet under the water, just, and just running that through a school of crappie. I mean, I, it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's just going to be fun. Yeah. And for, for all you guys here, if you haven't used a, say a beetle spin or a micro spinner before get ready because there's one super easy to use obviously yeah. two they're like one of the f most fish catchingest rigs that has ever existed on the planet earth i don't care throw anything else in the mix it doesn't matter this thing has probably caught more fish just it's it's so widely available it's something that's been around for a really long time and it just straight works so if you like spinner baits if you haven't done a downsized version you're missing out so definitely check these things out. And the fact that you can just pair it up with the jigs, with the plastics, you already got like the whole rig. Cause if you buy a beetle spin, you're getting like one jig, one plastic and your wire. Right. And, and I love beetle spins. They're like a super high value. Like it's like what? 88 cents or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a dollar, right? Like, or sometimes <laughs> on clearance, sometimes you get multi-packs. Like uh, I said it on our members live last night. It's like, if you haven't used one, go to your local Walmart go to the fishing section, you know, or, you know, if you have like a, a Meyer, if you're like me in Midwest, whatever, uh, or all, all of us, <laughs> in the Midwest, but it's like, you just go to your basic sporting goods section. It's probably there. Like I can almost guarantee you can go to a gas station. It's probably there. It's one of those rigs you'll find just about everywhere. So widely available, super affordable, right? This just gives us just that next step up the blade, the quality of it, the spinner on there is just better quality for sure. And you're getting three to a pack, which I wasn't ready for. Like I dumped out the pack literally on video. We're <laughs> just like, oh, let's look at these. Cause that's how I play with unboxings. Uh, it's more like dump outs. Anyway, so we like unbox them and I'm like, yo, 
three in each of these. So that's pretty rad. And the chartreuse blade, obviously, it's going to be one I'm going to use a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited to play around with it. And that dark water, that that's the comment that we made. That was yep. the comment we made on the video, actually. I was like, uh, if you've not done a ton of ultralight fishing or if you've done a ton with the, yeah. uh, with the, with the mule product, you'll find that that's one of the hardest times to be really successful because you got to get super dialed on your casting and it's all between your ears. Yeah. Like if you don't know where that fish is, you're going to have a really hard time getting a fish to move in in cloudy, super dark water, even with the chartreuse. Uh, you know what I mean? And so this, I feel like this is such a huge step up. And, put, mm -hmm. and again, you talk about like total package. Now there's like a whole other situation that you don't have to feel like you need to avoid with the ultralight because now you got a little bit of a, you got a little bit of a, a boost with this minner. Yeah. yeah. The fact that you don't have to like change setups to change rigs. It's like, Oh, I'm just fishing, you know, the, the jig with the donkey tail. Now I can do like a whole different thing on the same setup. That's pretty yeah. rad. So, I mean, and again, going back to the fanny pack idea, like I, I was thinking this, what if we do this, Paul, I'm just going to get a piece of duct tape, right? We go shirtless waiting. Okay. Hear me out. Die hard. Bruce Willis tape it to your back. You got like three packs of mule. You can just grab them out. And then you just rig up. I mean, that's one idea. That's I have an actual that's fanny free. pack right now. So maybe you do that and I'll Ultra do light do. rigged. <laughs> All right. Don't, you know, I'll put my, I'll put triple. I feel like that's a bad idea, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not a grizzly bear. Charles, grizzly we know bear? You'll do it with us. So I could do it too, but better idea. Ear piercings, that's where we're keeping the jigs. That's where the spare jigs are. <laughs> the rest Yo. of the plastics go under the hat, and then that's the if whole you gauge thing. them out too, you can yeah. hang multiple jigs. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It looks pretty good too. Like, that's I would actually I would go on our like, put it on TikTok, you're gonna get five million views, bro. <laughs> just out there clubbing all night with my jigs yes. in my ear. <laughs> it, it looks it looks pretty rad. <laughs> It's George Michael. It looks very George Michael of you. Yeah. Right I know you guys have talked about this in the past, but I think like one of the other things like I'm like weirdly nerdy about is I love like now that we have four colors of jig spinners, it gives you four four times however millions of combinations, fifty more things that are like a new combination. Like this is like the green pumpkin out donkey yeah. with the chartreuse, yeah. but like and obviously like this is like more of like a bass setup right here sure but like to just kind of mix and match and just kind of give all sorts of possibilities like i'm i'm really excited to just play around and get creative and uh throw together the white and gold the white and gold immediately i was like well that's what i'll be running forever <laughs> like i don't know the, car the karma silver the white gold, dakota like, dude come yeah on. yeah there, i was, there's I was so pretty many excited about this little like that one is what i said yeah and this like this to me is like crappy. Just it just just crappy. It just things that just make sense. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Hondo. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, I don't want that. So I don't need a gauge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, fantastic rig. I could definitely see us doing a couple like just full day trips of that. Like yeah. I think I mean one super fun for us. I think could be good content, and then uh, you know we're gonna happen across a few bigs with that. It's gonna be awesome, especially if we catch them on our new ultralight rod. Yeah, Ooh. Ethan, did I tell? I think I texted you about this, so I don't know if you knew this was coming or not. But we, we are. Told you, yeah, there's a. The he said. He said no. Hang on. He said, and I quote, "Don't mess it up." 
Well, you could tell us when we mess it up because it's supposed to, it's shit. The, the, we're, we're going to, we're going to show you one it. is shipping this week. So we'll get it in your hands and you can tell us, mm-hmm. you can tell us what you think. I'm confident in you guys. I'm That's sure it's a huge good. mistake. We're confident that you are going to be blatantly disappointed. Scenes, hopefully be like, well, I, you had one job and you screwed up. So here's how you can fix it. <laughs> I said, That's don't my... mess it <laughs> up. <laughs> what did you do? Here's what you did. <laughs> hey, it's you do it the way that is going to work for you. And no, no, no. <laughs> you say that on here. But then when we hang up and you see it, you go, all right, what I said earlier, forget that. <laughs> forget no, that. no, you guys. <laughs> Listen, yeah. we, we did some research and we watched some videos and we did some things. And we also learned a lot sure. about manufacturing along the way in terms of like market fit, price point, what we can yep. actually get versus like what we should get, uh, all sorts of stuff. Because we, we had like an idea in our head of where we wanted to go with it. And we wanted mm-hmm. this, you know, economic value, something similar to like the Defy Silver but better yeah. right and as soon as we started making it better and we started dealing with uh you know the the price points and shipping and all of a sudden it kind of had to shift it had to shift if we wanted it to be better so we did and i think it's going to be good i think oh, yeah. i think it's going to be an absolute win i am excited about it we're self-deprecating because that's comedy y'all and uh we're, we're excited for it but i definitely want to show you as soon as we get it i'm gonna send you like a ton of pictures uh paul's got no, some we're going vi- up there paul? and you're gonna see it you will hold it in your hand <laughs> all right fair it. enough well you know Honestly, it's only two hours we can do that confidence. like it sounds like to me you guys did all the due diligence it's going to be great and i i think that you're going to have a lot of fun with that so i'm excited to, to see it and uh, to support to support it too you know so um let's it's get gonna that compete on, it's going to compete with a lot of the pl- 90 plus dollar rods but that's and the bracket I'm, we we wound up in. Just, but know. we're at like the we're gonna be at like the bottom of that bracket. But it's gonna compete with pretty much anyone else that's up there. Um, and so I, we are really excited about it. The design is gonna be for what is in our brain. We think is really unique and exciting. So that that ships. We should have that within the next couple of weeks. We should have it. It's not shipping to everyone yet. So yes. we're we're still doing. Uh, once we get that first mock-up then we're we're gonna go back to the drawing board do all this stuff we're gonna do some extremely scientific experiments i'm a man with a plan we're getting lab coats and goggles and beakers and uh ladders are involved (laughs) there are ladders involved there's gonna be a ladder involved so i have a i have a plan for how i'm going to Uh, measure the action yeah against a couple of other rods put them on next to each other and then i'm gonna use and i'm gonna use tape to show where it's breaking versus what we kind of wanted to see and then literally be able to show him like measurement wise, like it's breaking here. That is like a slow, it's slower than I wanted. You got to move it up a little bit. If they can, can it be a little faster? Right. Uh, and we don't know what we can or can't do, but that's the kind of feedback we're going to provide and see if, you know, we get it like dialed to right where, right where we want it. And more importantly than all of that, it's going to have the best colors in the biz. Oh. So <laughs> things that just make sense. You guys thought the proficiency rods were cool? Just wait. Just. Radioactive probably oh, won't do it. Chartreuse. Chartreuse. Oh my god! How did it why, suck you knew? Why'd you give it away? Nobody <laughs> else knew. No one could have ever guessed that. I'm so sorry. Have you ever seen a purple and chartreuse rod? It's just no. aggressively purple. That's all it really is. That'd be sick. All right. Speaking of rods, though, this is a good transition because mm-hmm. The whole idea behind our show, the new relaunched, rebranded show, has been, let's do a little bit of learning. We have an expert here in Ultralight, somebody who mm-hmm. does it a whole bunch. So we do have some questions. Uh, 
that pertain specifically to ultralight fishing. So what we typically do is we go from gear, we'll talk rod, reel, line, we'll do a little mid-show segment, and then we'll get into some of the tackle. Are we cool with mm-hmm. that? Can we do that? What? Nice. No. Well, okay. <laughs> Why Jeff, are you what asking do you permission <laughs> on your show? Like you're welcome. You're being, <laughs> I'm, go being, ahead. I'm being I'm uh, being it was my transition. All right. So I want to start with Rod. So <laughs> Ethan, when you are looking for what I would consider true ultralight, mm-hmm. what what are you thinking uh, in terms of rod, in terms of length? What does ultralight mean for action? Uh, and and what are you typically like looking what kind of like things are you looking for in an ultralight rod? What's important when you're looking at a rod? Yeah. Um, so I guess it kind of depends on how I intend to use it. And that's kind of where I would, anytime I get questions, I always try to make sure that I understand where, what people want to do with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I'm just going to be a little bit more high level here and talk about just kind of like what my do it all versatility, like ultralight, I'm going to have one rod. I'm going to go out there and try to catch fish in numerous different ways using various different techniques. I think I'm going to want something like a mid range as far as length. So I'm going to look at like the six foot range. And the reason I say that is I would, I would consider the six foot range for ultralight, like the seven foot of bass fishing, because you don't need that much length. Um, Mm. you don't need seven foot for, for a lot of things. It's like having that more portability with that lighter profile rod. Um, it just gives you a lot more capability. So six foot I found is kind of like that, that money zone, um, to be able to work things, um, in any different, you know, a lot of different ways. Um, and the next thing I would be looking for is like a true fast action. And what I mean by that is, you know, I don't want a whippy rod. And unfortunately, when it comes to the ultralight game, um, that was part of the reason that I started making a lot of videos on ultralight rods is because I found that rods are just whippy. And like, that's not, yeah. <laughs> people will say ultralight fast, you know, fast action. Yeah. But it's like power and action were like reversed. It was like, y- you have this whippy stick and it's like, that's not what fast is. So when I say fast, I want something that's going to flex towards the, the rod tip. So when you put a little bit of resistance, it's going to first bend right at the rod tip. It's going to take a pretty decent load to get that thing to get down to the backbone. It's an ultralight, so you know it doesn't take as much resistance as like a medium power, but it's still going to take a little bit of pressure to really get it down the backbone. So that's what I would look for. And the reason I want that is because primarily when it comes to ultralight fishing, no matter who you are or what you like to fish for, like a, a, a simple old jig is your best friend. I mean, there are just about any species you target, whether that's crappie or trout or or bass or whatever, bluegill, a jig or a, a single hook or whatever, you're going to use that nine times out of ten. From time to time, you might use your spinner. You might use your little micro crankbait, your micro jerkbait, that sort of thing. But for the most part, I find that a jig is going to be your most versatile best bet. And so that's where it's like a fast action is best for that. The other thing is, with like spinners and that and that sort of thing, like you might think like, oh, I want a moderate. I don't know. I haven't found that it makes that big of a difference. I actually find that a fast actually works better nine times out of ten. Um, so yeah, about a six foot, um, six foot length, fast action, ultralight power. There's a lot of different brands out there that all do a great job. So I, I can give you specifics, but that's kind of where I would start. So we got it. Oh, go ahead. just real quick on since we're talking about the the power of the action here and you bring up like using different baits like if you if you take your bass knowledge and you're like i need that moderate or that slow uh instead of the fast action versus you go ultralight like i mean you're fishing ultralight fast action is like just the best all around for sure now the question i have for you because we've we've mentioned it before we've talked about it at least maybe not on a live but at least in person 
is the uh, the discrepancies, right? So there are brands out there that are preaching fast, extra fast, blah, blah, blah. I'm curious about this. Like, what has been the most, like, not fast action rod that, like, you got it? You're like, fast action? And it was, like, straight up bending at the reel. Fenwick like, Eagle, what, dude. It is. It, the, it's a treble, was, treble, yeah. treble hook only. Yeah, that, that Fenwick Eagle. I thought. I think I might. I think that actually might have been rated moderate fast, though. So like that one was oh, yeah. well, actually actually might have even been moderate. And oh really? I can't remember oh, the the one that I had. It might have actually been moderate. So I'm not going to say that one because to me, okay. I actually think they might have lived up to what they offered. Um, but I could be wrong. I, I it's so hard to remember every single rod. But the ones right. that jumped out to me as far as like no, yeah, <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> so. Moonshine Rambler is like a higher end rod. Mm-hmm. Good rod. I think it's good for trout. It it's not fast. Uh, it's whippy, you know. And it's like yeah, it, it clearly they're a fly fishing company. They're a trout company, and yeah. so they build this spinning rod. They call it a fast, but the reality is, you know, this was built as like a trout blank for mm-hmm. you know maybe some spinner fishing and stuff and i'm sure it would do great for a lot of things and like it's a good rod it's a high quality rod i can tell it is but it wasn't quite what i was looking for so i was a little disappointed um on that one the akuma salilo um anything over the six foot so like the six foot six is what i got mm-hmm. um and I, I think that one actually i can't i don't even remember they didn't put it on the blank what it was so it might have been a moderate for all i know that thing was whippy i'm telling you the kilma salilo i actually recommend to a lot of people but i recommend it in the five foot six length once yeah. you get above that like they just lose all of that integrity and it gets longer and longer you go the more whippy and noodly it gets and the problem yeah. is when they get that whipply and noodly and because it's a lower quality blank the rod blank is actually like fatter and bigger yeah just like zero sensitivity on micro presentations no. because you just cannot feel it. Like I fished my Salilo one day yeah. and then I fished my Dobbins, which I understand it's like a major price difference, but like $30 versus $150. Like, <laughs> it was, well, yeah. yeah, it's like 160 bucks versus like yeah. 40, but yeah, yeah, it made me just like, want to cry like i was i cannot feel a thing um oh, so again yeah. i do actually recommend the salilo for like the five foot six length it's a good rod for like 30 Ooh. 40 bucks yeah. but don't don't get the six foot six model that's i just don't <laughs> uh, yeah honestly we've never touched the salilo so salili see i can't even say whatever that is like i've it's an akuma rod and every year that we go through we're like what, what should we test this year we're like not not that thing. Not the Salila. Hey, I want to be clear. Like yeah. they, No, you're you're being they, kind about it. I like it. Okuma and Shakespeare are the two companies that make a rod like less than 40 bucks. Right. That is actually solid for what it is. Mm-hmm. I would just say you have to be careful and cognizant of which model you pick up. And that's the same for Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. You buy a seven foot Shakespeare. It's like a spaghetti noodle. Just you boiled that spaghetti yeah. noodle Aldente. for twenty minutes. Like it's yeah. <laughs> the four foot six, the five foot. Like they're sick. Like they're a great little like. Yeah. Creek. You just have to be very select. You have to be smart about how you purchase things when you're going for that like for sure. first tier opening price point, lower quality blank. Yeah. yeah. No, that was one of the first feedback on that. That was the first ultralight rod that I got that I felt like was correct. Was that. Shakespeare GX2 and a five. The I can't remember if it was a five or a five six. And I was like, I think you this is so much fun, and I didn't pay any money. What? <laughs> like, 
It was yeah, great. I, I straight up, I think I used Paul's and then I went out and just grabbed one. Like, just with the Shakespeare reel, whatever. Like, as, com- as a combo, ago. it's 40, <laughs> 50 bucks. Yeah. That was, I don't know, seven years ago, eight years ago. It was, it was great. It was one of the first combos I got. And then I, that was one of the ones that I lost. I had like three combos that I, I like did a river trip, got down to, you know, I, I lived in, you know, an area that was like this, the town was on the river. So we had like a little kayak ramps. Like I, I like pull off the ramp, load up my boat. I'm like taking the family out to dinner, left three combos. <laughs> Two hours later, went back all gone, oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that was one of them. Right, and then man. I just went and bought another one. <clears throat> so I still so got at- so action, action and length are probably the most important. Someone asked a really great question. It was Fishlord85. And he asked 12-foot Mr. Crappy Slab Shaker. And I, I've talked to some people about this before. It's like a lot of a lot of panfish rods are mm-hmm. 12, 16 feet, 10, 11, somewhere in there. A lot, like mm-hmm. a lot. Um why i don't know i i'm happy to talk about it but why you, like how does that where does that fall in your um in sort of like range of ultralight and why Could would you, you use recommend those? somebody i have but uh, like uh, i was asking what, what are your Ethan. thoughts on well, what are your thoughts on like a 10 12 13 foot rod versus like some of the you know obviously one that's half that length i don't think i have a use for it for for my style of angling um mm-hmm. i have i have considered picking one up just to like test it and do like the video but me too. I just don't see myself fully using it the way it's intended. And so mm-hmm. I just have avoided it. I think that those 10, 12, 13 foot crappie rods are designed with a with a purpose. It's a crappie fishing rod. It's for when you probably want to swing and pendulum a jig next to a brush pile that you can just dip your rod tip out in front of. Like that is a specific use case. Mm-hmm. Getting that rod and using it for versatility, it, no, like I wouldn't do it because you're not going to be casting and, and working a jig back with a rod like that. But if you literally like maybe you fish down south and you've got like a lot of brush and maybe you're like able to kind of skip flip a jig out there and just kind of keep that rod tip high and just pendulum it in. And you've got that leverage to where the second you see your line jump, you just pop it. Right. That's what it's for. Like, And that's what, like I just don't do that type of fishing. If I still lived in Kansas where I grew up, there would probably be more of that those muddy water brush pile applications where I could probably utilize it. But I fish, you guys have to remember, like I I fish in Michigan, generally clear water, a lot of vegetation. Crappie tend to actually relate a lot more to vegetation than they do brush piles because we just Mm -hmm. don't have that much brush. And I say that, you know, there's obviously plenty of lakes that probably do, but the ones that I fish are primarily vegetation. So I'm doing more open water casting. And so a shorter rod is better. I do like longer rods, like seven foot, six foot, 10, if I'm doing like the pendulum retrieve where I'm like swinging my jig down. So it gives you just a little bit more length to where you keep your line out of the water and you can present your bait a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, like a seven foot is better than a six foot for that case, but a 12 foot I would never need. <laughs> so, yeah, it, could, it could be a fun, fun little well, thing though, that we could well, yeah, all kind of go experiment with. So, so, so fish Lord, I think he, he, he dead on nailed it. There's, there's really two use cases for a really long rod. Um, and what he said was, I'll just say it right here. He says, you don't really cast with them. It's more about waiting and brush. Uh, and you yeah. pull the line uh, by the reel, uh, then okay. let it down to cover. So it is, there's, there's two, two folks who would traditionally be looking for that rod. One would be the boat angler who is pulling up a lot of times in muddier water, mm-hmm. but is in a boat with high-end electronics or Ice knows scope. the spot 
and yep. is and is like on top of the pile and is sniping them right off of like a brush pile. And in that like case, it's saying. killer. And they're yeah. not; they're just letting two, three feet out right to the spot. And then to your point with that long rod, they get a little more length away from the boat, so the boat's not right there. But the leverage, the instant you move, like every inch that you move with a with a twelve or thirteen foot rod or whatever, every inch that you move is worth more because of the length of that rod than a yep. six foot or a seven. So it totally makes more sense. The other person that's going to use that to fish lords point is somebody who is uh, bank angling uh, and getting wants to, has to get out way over trees and brush and other stuff that's a good point. and can sneak a rod out and then just let the line out right like vertically down or like yep. really close to vertically down and then you True. can pick fish out from further away from the bank that's that's two folks that are like that's what i need that's what i want so i i would agree though like in michigan <clears throat> we are and really the midwest so this goes for like yeah. pennsylvania and ohio and just like that whole this whole area the streams that we see, trout anglers talk about this all the time, choked. And just <clears throat> the rivers are going to be, it's going to be timber in the rivers the entire way. You're, if you see an open bank, it's like the heavens have opened up. And it's like, ah, because like you just don't, yeah. you just don't see that. We get four or five feet, tons of overhanging brush and trees. And a, a five, six to a six foot is really all you can get right. away with comfortably without having problems. So I would, I mean, there's definitely a place for it. Um, but I think it's a little specific. Right. I think I think those crappie, those big long crappie rods, are always going to be more popular in the south. Generally, speaking. yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I, I would love to just get out with somebody down south and go fishing. I mean, it's kind of what the channel's about. So, yeah, like just just to experience it. I don't necessarily want one. I have no place to put it. I don't want to deal with it. But it'd be cool to just get out on the water with somebody. So, two two important questions. We got to go to our mid show and keep yeah. on moving here. So, number one. Brown Bay Co. had a great suggestion. You know how <laughs> there are like those big Rapala lures? You get like this. Make can a giant. We, can we tail. get <laughs> donkey tail? Like I'm just. Can it also be stretchy? Because that would be oh sweet. I have this. I'm gonna tie one to my truck. I'll drive away. Jeff, you drive. Hold on. <laughs> uh, that'll be safe. Do I get a helmet? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know if Ramon is still here, but Ramon outdoors recommended this like a year ago. He, he yeah. Was, like, I want like a three foot donkey tail. I'm like, dude, yes, like, I do too, but <laughs> just, <laughs> just behind you. That would require like manufacturing a mold for specifically that. No. And like, I'm not going to, it's just, I'm not Rapala yet. You know why? Like if Rapala has yeah. stupid money to where they can, they can make a mold for something just as like this funny thing. And like, they've right. got like, a brand to where they can do it. And grand a drop on it. How how many videos have you guys seen of the Rapala Husky jerk that's like fifty eight inches, yeah. <laughs> like being dragged behind a boat? Have you seen any? Uh, is it, I didn't. John B do something like that. John B know. tried to cast it. Why not? Uh, I saw another video of people trolling it, and it's like almost pulling their boat under. <laughs> it's, it's just like skipping and like diving. It's so a hell of a health and safety hazard. Anyway, so this a more. Exactly. I know. Welcome. And also, sorry. Uh, so the other question that I think is actually important and could help people is uh, this comes up a lot. So I've got people looking into BFS, right? I know we're all kind of like in and out in it. You do, you don't. Right. So we got, if, if you got like a BFS reel, we'll skip the reel. The rod is always the problem, right? There's plenty of great BFS reels. We find, and plenty of other people find Finding a good BFS rod that isn't going to absolutely slaughter your wallet 
is like impossible. So if you or, have like a good trash or it's, or it's garbage, right? Like you can find them. Uh, I'll give you a case in point. Sulia gang on mm-hmm. Amazon was like 20 bucks and it was an absolute al dente noodle. It was terrible. It was so terrible. And it was squishy foam faux cork uh, handle to it. It was awful. Anyways. So if there's a recommendation, maybe one or two, if you got you know, the top of your head, I know you've tried basically everything. So where would you point people like a mid tier kind of direction on BFS? Well, I'm not, I want to be clear, like with bait, you know, bait finesse style, bait finesse system, whatever you want to call it, BFS. Um, I have not gotten like crazy into it. I did some light usage. I gotten into it a little bit and then I kind of turned back into just straight up ultralight spinning. And that's because ultralight spinning is just better for, for me. It's, it mm-hmm. does what I want to do. I can cast much lighter stuff with less headaches if I was doing a lot of creek fishing, you know, with a one sixteenth ounce size, we'll say, like, I could see why BFS would be huge for me. Mm-hmm. I just don't do a lot of that. So, like, um, for me, it's like BFS is extremely beneficial for close quarters, accuracy, um, with, like, the range of, like, greater than one thirty second, probably no need to go above one eighth. So, like, kind of the one sixteenth range, right? Like, it, you can cast that super easy with BFS. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a, I do think there's a use case for it. I think it's a little overhyped as far as kind of like, I think there's a lot of people that are picking it up and using it in ways that it's like, it's not necessarily adding any value to them. Um, unless they just genuinely prefer a baitcaster, which is fine too. Like you, you do you, like, I'm not going to judge you. Um, but for me, it's like, I just want to let you know, like I have not experimented with that much BFS rods or reels because I just haven't fallen in love with it. Like, I think it's cool and I plan to fish with it more in the future. And I think there is a genuine use for it. It's just not something that like is going to overhaul my gear. Um, for sure. That being said, you know, bait finesse empire is a, domestic company that does it specializes in bait finesse you know rods reels line gear they happen to be a customer of mules like they buy mule fishing stuff so i really appreciate them um i think you can absolutely go to them you can ask questions you can make recommendations like if if they they probably are going to be a little bit more on the pricey side like bfs is a it's not a it's not a you know it's not not a cheap man's game no, it's not for the people that want to spend 50 bucks on a rod. And it's that's just the nature of the beast right now, unless you're willing to get a little bit different. You know, if you get on AliExpress, you can get good stuff. I'm not super comfortable with that, number one, because sure. I feel a little bit silly about buying one rod that is then shipped from overseas to me. Like, I just feel a little silly about it. Like It's just my own personal Fair. comfort zone with it. Like, I would prefer to buy it from somewhere where it's shipping from like a couple states away. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it doesn't bother me as like much. Like USA. Yeah, it's just a little sure. odd to me. It's like, why would I order something and then, you know, have it literally have to ship on a boat? On a boat and then another boat and then come down three different trucks, go to a warehouse, another truck, then do the Think Amazon reload to my house. And you're like, <laughs> Wow. It just, it, it feels a little silly to me, but either way, if that's like something totally. you want to do, not like judging you at all, by any means, please don't take this as judging. Um, like I would say the Kuying, K-U-Y-I-N-G, Kuying Teton, I've used their spinning rod, great rod, um, really solid. I, somebody sent it to me. Like I said, I don't really buy from AliExpress, but someone sent it to me. Um, well, I was very impressed for for what it is. Um, and they make a whole line of BFS stuff. So, like, I would imagine their casting rods are the same as their spinning rods. 
Um, so that would be probably where I'd go for a little bit more budget-friendly option. You can probably also find those domestically too because so many people have picked them up and probably decided it's not for them. So like do yeah. some scouring on the internet. Maybe it's eBay. Maybe it's Facebook Marketplace. Like you might be surprised and you might find some stuff. Um, I feel like if you get... Like if you start following BFS guys on social media, right. you'll find that these people have acquired a lot of gear and they're willing to, to part ways with it. So like you, you could probably buy stuff used. Um, and I know that's a weird, unconventional answer, but the reality is the domestic market has just not developed into it that big yet to where there's going to be mainstream options for less than a hundred bucks. Um, and maybe someday that'll be the case. Yeah, no, that, that it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, if you guys are dabbling in it, you know, definitely consider checking that out. I like the Bait Finesse Empire. Just check out their website a little bit. It looks solid. They got lots of options on there. Uh, I have the like $100 option, the Cast King Zephyr, which I got on sale in the uh, Shimano Sensolite, which, you know, Ooh, both. Shimano Sensolite's great rod. Yeah, the, the Sensolite's a decent rod. Uh, it's maybe a little stiffer than I wanted it to be, but um, I think, I mean, I got a seven-footer too, so it could be the length. I don't know. At any rate, like, it's solid, and I definitely have a heck of a time taking out the micro chatterbaits from Z-Man and, and just plugging them, dude. Just pl one-eighth to one-sixteenth ounce at the lightest on the on that chatterbait, and you just throw on whatever trail you want. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So, I mean, if you want to dig around with it, cool, but I'm with... You know, after having used it, I'm with Ethan, and I know Paul feels the same way. Like you just go with the spinning setup; it's just more versatile. It just fits fits everything else better. So once with they, that, once they make spools that don't weigh anything, and they put super high end bearings into like a graphite, yeah, frame, I'm sure it'll get there. I'm sure it'll get there. It's, it's, it'll it'll evolve. Yeah, it's cool, and it's and it's and it's on its way, right? Like it's it's gonna get there just takes time like and, and you know what it's not going to be long but oh, yeah it's never it's never going to i shouldn't say never like mm. i don't think it will replace ultralight spinning anytime soon because there are people that do the bfs thing and they try to they'll get on youtube and they're like super heavy bfs guys and they'll be like i'm casting a one 100 ounce jig with a bfs reel these are people that have a 500 dollars reel that they've hyper tuned and even when they do that, a spinning reel for 50 bucks can cast it further. Like, I'm sorry, but that's testing and like showcasing the value of that BFS reel. But that doesn't mean that it's actually going to replace like a spinning reel for, for what you need it for. Like the, the micro presentations are just much easier to cast on a spinning reel right now. Yeah. Um, and so that's where it's like, to me, it's like, it's that range of like, it just, you just have to know what you're going to use. And to me, it's like, this right here, a one sixteenth ounce workhorse on this Bronco blade, EFS candy. Do it, get it, do it. Like it's gonna yeah, be I'm fun. Gonna. <laughs> but like, like when you start running the one eightieth ounce mule jig spinning reel, do it. That's the best <laughs> of luck. Too, you're gonna cast I mean, behind you. <laughs> let's. We have to remember that they're just different. And I mean, there's yeah. a reason that the medium light seven foot six spinning rod is gonna be the rod that a smallmouth angler in the winter is going to grab nine times out of 10. They're not going to grab a bait caster. And there's a reason for that. That's different. Ha even just having the eyes facing down means that you have more sensitivity in your rod. Mm -hmm. It's just, there's just no getting around the face. It's just different. And so yep. like 
there are going to be times there's there like if you're a crankbait fisherman and you're running these like micro micro cranks like a like a square bill micro square bill that that is going to be better fished on a bfs setup because they're built differently they're going to do mm-hmm. some things just like an upsized bait caster is a lot better doing some things that just like an upsized uh spinning setup is better at some things they're just going to be better at 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 different things period forever the end there's just no getting around just because they're different um so there's definitely a place but yeah it's more expensive right now and it's definitely harder like if you the first time you go out you're yeah. gonna be mad there's no getting around it like you're just gonna be upset the first time you go out oh it doesn't it doesn't thing. translate directly from your standard bass bait oh. castings it up like you, you gotta learn it a little different for sure but then i mean once you get used to it like yeah. i said it's pretty fun i have a blast uh chas where are we at viewers Oh, oh, you oh, guys are so close. Are you kidding Y'all. me? All right. Get on so your, get on quick... your telephones with the internet. Tell your friends. <laughs> get on your... Rotary dial your buddies. Do Tell them round. to plug in. Do right. a wrap around. Listen, y'all got to jack in because we're we're up at the end of the show here. We were going to do a yeah. mid-show segment. We're probably going to just lightning. I think we're going straight to slow rolling thunder. Slow rolling thunder. So you know what that means. Uh, we got a gift card up for Schmiveaway real quick. $25 to monsterbass.com. And uh, that'll be the first one we do. That one's included. You guys get that for free. All right. Now, the not free one, you got to hit 125 viewers for us to plug in, to jack in an additional Schmiveaway. Right. And then we'll, we'll, we'll sweeten the pot. We'll throw some tackle in a box. All right. So if you want that, uh, you need what? Seven, eight friends, Chaz. You need eight. Who, who here is April? Ten? Ten people. Oh, Two people wow. left. You guys, they were like, oh, we're not at 125. You guys <laughs> all went backwards. All right. Anyways, so let, let's let's dive into some slow rolling thunder. If you guys don't know the rules, if it's your first time coming in, here's the rule. You got to say something in chat. You got to participate. You got to work a little bit for your potential schmiv away. If you want to schwin your schmiv away, that's right. I've been doing pretty good now. The right? schwin the schmiv away is good. Two, two, three episodes ago, I couldn't even say it to save my life, right? <laughs> so hang with us here. You got to say something. You can just say chat. It was. It was I was very recently bad at this. Uh, probably still. <laughs> but you got to say something in chat, and that'll get you uh, in the pool, right? And we're going to do a random draw in a couple minutes as we do the slow rolling thunder. Uh, we'll draw the $25 gift card after this first question, and then we'll go from there. We'll see if you guys achieve 125 viewers. Not that hard. I believe in you guys. I believe in you. We can do this. All right. Just shake off the post-Valentine's Day chocolate hangover you got, and let's do this thing. So first question, slow rolling thunder, because yesterday was Valentine's Day, and I'm going to start with Ethan on that. Is Valentine's Day a real holiday? Disregard what you did. I know you, you had some some time, uh, some some romance time with your lady, right? All right. Hang on. Is Valentine's Day a holiday, though? No, I mean, it's not a holiday. It's It was made up by Hallmark or whatever, but still think that it is a good excuse to do something with your significant other. Fair enough. All right. That's a perfect answer, because what I like about Valentine's Day is that, I mean, I know that it's supposed to be prescribed, that it's like uh, flowers and chocolate or whatever, but I feel like, People who have been together for a long time, they dropped that. They dropped that so long ago. And they're like, no, no, we do what we do. Some people, it's like, no, we're going to watch a movie or we're making, 
I'm going to make spaghetti dinner. I don't know what it is. It's your thing. You have like your thing that you do with your significant other that probably nobody else on planet Earth does. But it's, it's your guys' thing. I like that a lot, like a whole bunch. I would I would be like every quarter we should have Valentine's Day. I'll you get, okay you guys, yeah, guys want to hear what you want to hear what 15 years of marriage Valentine's Day sounds like? You guys are graham crackers and milk <laughs> better. Oh. I, I hung up some drywall. So hanging drywall, right? My kids were being absolute turds. Monsters. So I, I managed the children, got them ready for bed. And my wife just hang out, got them all ready for bed. Read them a book, put them in bed, all that. Paul and I did a live last night. So they were, I did that and then was able to go do the live so she could relax. That's Valentine's Day, baby. I was like, love you. Bye. (laughs) Are you, can people hear you, Chaz? I always got to ask. All right, neat. (laughs) If Charlie, all right. Charlie Brown's got all sorts of cartoons. I don't. If we need to go back holidays. in the catalog, we go back in this catalog. We open up a can of worms. If I here, find guys. Hot Dog Day on Charlie Brown's calendar, there's surely Groundhog's Day and also some other absurdities. And the <laughs> Groundhog was wrong. I don't know if y'all know this, but it's friggin' summer outside right now, and it's, it's not even a full spring. Like this is legit over. We're we're toast. This is the mild winter we were promised. All right. So I don't. Uh, eh, I don't buy it. Charlie Brown, not for president. (laughs) All right, moving on. Part two of this question, then we're going to do our schmiv of the OA. (laughs) So part two of this is, do we still do flowers? And I think we kind of covered this with Ethan, right? Like, it's kind of like, you know, it's just, it's an excuse to do something for that significant other, for that special person in your life, whether that be flowers, chocolates, whatever. Like, that's fine. Unless you're just that dude that's like, oh, yeah flowers and you grab like the single never dying rose that's at the checkout counter at Lowe's you should be embarrassed for yourself if this was you <laughs> sorry not sorry I'm not no I think that's uh that's valid Ethan any thoughts on that on, on flower I think I had this conversation at work the other day I think flowers are so expensive and they die and it's sad but I do I I do think that flowers to me it's like getting flowers randomly throughout the year is so much cooler than like a random like than just valentine's day flowers like to me it's like i would rather just be like the the may 17th random wednesday there's flowers like because i thought of you and got flowers rather than like because and and that's just more i just think that it's more meaningful so i love flower i love giving my wife flowers because she likes them and like honestly they smell good and they're like in the house and i love them sure they're expensive though and like i just i don't i didn't do it this year for valentine's day because i'm like i'm not gonna spend freaking 50 bucks 60 bucks yeah yeah some are some are hundreds you know it's ridiculous but oh yeah no they they my middle name. Sorry. <laughs> that's a long middle name. Uh, but no, that's that's a great answer. I think, you know, when you think about it, it's like just doing something just to do something nice is like really what it's all about versus like doing it because, you know, everybody feels like you have to. Like, oh, I'm pressured to buy flowers. Just do it, do it another day. Uh, and don't buy the rose at checkout at Lowe's. Good Lord. <laughs> the Lowe's. Uh, Robert Jones goes, a bag of flour in a cookbook. <laughs> oh, no. That's rough. <laughs> he owns that couch. That couch is home. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I live. <laughs> I'm the trash man. 
I'm the trash man. <laughs> All right. So let's let's do the shmiv away for the $25 gift card to Monster Bass. Who is the schwinner for the shmiv away? Who's the schwinner? All right. Jason Jones, a new person. I a told you one. guys this isn't rigged. Everybody's this time. freaking out. It's all rigged. <laughs> So Jason Jones, if you are here, you do need you need to let us know. You gotta say something in chat. Say, hey, it's me, and then, Jason, and I have one. And, and then you should and follow then, the instructions on the screen, and then we'll take care of you. I'll shoot you a, a gift. And while card we're code. waiting, yeah. While we're waiting, we have the next. We have two more questions. Easy ones. All right. Okay. What fishing accessory? Like, let's say you get out on the water, you forget some fishing accessory. What fishing accessory are you? Turning the kayak around, going back to the launch, going back to the truck to get time out, time out, time out. No, 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 no. Jason Jones just said he's giving it to Scott V. <laughs> Vermont. You can't give it to Scott Vermonter. What are, Scott Vermonter has a monopoly over our schmivaways. No, you I'll bet Jason Jones is Scott Vermonter. Oh, I'll bet he's got like nine. He's logged in six different times. He's like, oh, I think no, we should no. give that one to Scott. I think there's, that one can go to Scott. There's not one individual in our chat right now. They're all <laughs> we never Scott hit Vermonter. We hit 10. And we we the have 98 are Scott Vermonter. We have 31,000 subscribers, all of which are Scott, Scott Vermonter. Vermonter. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, all right, listen, J- Jason, <laughs> accept your price. <laughs> you're, you're not giving it to Scott. How dare you? <laughs> you don't want 25 bucks, Jason? A, that okay, oh he's gosh. just kidding. He said, thank, just kidding. He thank said, just goodness. Kidding. Follow the instructions. That was, but if you hilarious. have the same address as Scott Vermonter, I'm coming after you. <laughs> I will know if you are not from Vermont. <laughs> How dare you? Okay, all right, all right. so. What what accessory are you going what what accessory are you going back for? Okay, so we we got to the lake. We're on the water. We forgot. It is the most something. frustrating thing, by the way. Like that the amount of anxiety being like, okay, I finally got out. I did all the preparation. I did the camera. I did the intro. I did all the stuff. And now I have to go back. And then it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. For me though, sunglasses. I've done it too many brutal. times. And I'm going back. I'm like pliers, yeah. skip, yeah. net, skip. Sunglasses going back. Car keys for you. <laughs> <laughs> your your car keys or your sunglasses every single time. And if it's not those, it's camera batteries. <laughs> Why do I or, need those? Or memory cards. <laughs> Ethan, yeah, Paul, what's your... Paul, I think that's that is the perfect answer because I oftentimes when I go fishing, I'll I'll start in the morning and it's not bright out, so I totally forget them. And then I get on the water and I realize, shoot, I forgot the sunglasses. Like, I really want these. But I have to be honest with you. Like, there's not a lot that makes me turn around. Like, I, yeah, if I, I forget something, I live without it. And, you know, unless it's something that, like, is, you know, table stakes, like, gotta have it. Like, PF, like a PFD, gotta have it. Paddle, yeah, gotta have yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. But. What about a hat? I can live without it. baby. Good, wow. baby. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm 100 yards away from the, the boat ramp, great. Go go back. Yeah. If I'm on the other that's side of your house. That's the Harold and Kumar like, we've come too far. They walk like six days. steps down the hall. They're like, we've come too far. What no. about, hold on. Let me ask you this one. What about leader line? Uh, well, probably always I never, boat. That's, I've actually found myself in that situation, so. Like I broke off a leader 
and then I don't have a leader. And usually I just tie straight to braid and I hate myself for it because I just, I don't have confidence. Yeah. When That's I what I'm, yeah. Well, this can't work. Bam. Dude, <laughs> I know. But it does. I know the it's feeling. Not the same. I yeah. leader line is the other one for me. So, shades and leader line. I'd be like, I'm putting everything down. I'm going back. Yeah, I, I, I think that's all fair. And before I answer real quick, Chaz, where are the viewers at? Are we going in the upwards direction or the bad direction? You nerds. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> tell you what, we said it last time. We're going to keep layering it up until you guys hit it. So that no, we're, at away, we're at 3x. Huh? We 3X? We're at 3x? We're at 3x. All right. Well, you guys, whoever wins, whatever one, sorry, Schwins, whatever. See, I, I slipped up. Whoever Schwins, whatever away ends up happening, it's going to be a pretty big away. You're at three times the volume. That's a we're, big we're, old box. We're gonna maybe they're doing this on purpose. Yeah. Like, Here's my no, tackle. Scott Vermonter's doing it on purpose. He pulled out a couple. <laughs> it's the monopoly. It's a conspiracy. Put on your tinfoil hat. Out of five, and then we'll freaking a dude. Uh, well, you know what? If y'all aren't schmiv schwinning schwinning stuff right now, you should be go buying stuff from Mule Fishing. I saw a oh, lot of people in yeah, chat said they were gonna mention. go. We didn't even mention. We the didn't even jigs. mention. This makes yeah. me so mad. Mad at myself. We failed our job. We we suck because there's also Ooh. another limited run of the purple version of the mule jig. I'm holding the 332, right? I'm holding the 332, yeah. which Every is I, correct. This was the only thing like that I ran out of because I bought. I got. I went out and bought these from yeah. Tackle Direct. Yeah. yeah. And I went out and bought like three or four bags of these. These I have a couple of the, I think the 80s maybe. I don't remember the super small ones. Um, but I'm out of these and I wanted these bad because I'll be honest, this with a chartreuse or with the Dakota sunrise is like one of my all time favorite period. The end, like that is probably my favorite combo. Jeff, are you okay? No, the chat is out of control. Rob Harrison just goes, you know what? I've never seen Scott and myself in the same room together. Maybe I am Scott. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're all scott hey, shout maybe i'm scott rob. shout out to rob i actually met his name was scott vermonter you met with was... rob yeah i met him at a coffee shop a couple weeks ago man he's awesome and was that there was that rob? before or after he went because he went up ice fishing he invited us out unfortunately yeah. i was in chicago it was, but... it was it was a random day i just like hit him up yeah. and we were like, dude like that's awesome grab a coffee but um was scott vermonter there rob we gotta go grab a beer or rob something. Days. AKA Scott Vermonter. Uh, Scott uh, was there too. Scott was oh, no. definitely oh, there. No was, way. Well, Rob went to the bathroom. Then Scott. <laughs> yeah. and then before, and then Scott the left. Doubtfire yeah, thing. Was, like they Rob came back. Wait, he had like this. He had this like mustache and like a big nose and glasses. Is, I, it looked like glue on his ear. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is absurd. This is like all right. The conspiracy goes on. I'm actually in a padded room right now. It's just me talking to yeah. myself. <laughs> this none of this is real, you guys. Anyways, we need how many off the rails counter this time, Chaz? Uh, 15, 20, 25. Oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so let's let's wrap this video up. If you guys didn't hear, Paul just you know reminded everybody the purple jigs are also Yo. available. So as you go get the Bronco stuff, make sure you are also getting the purple jigs and uh, re up your plastics, folks, because it is springtime and you're going to be needing it. Uh, so get out there and you're going to catch some fish. Let's wrap up with one more. Let's just do one for the road here, and uh, then we'll be back next week. We got plans for next week. What's next week? 
listen, you guys, next week we're going to go back on our normal track and we're going to learn something. So uh, technique that we, we the way we typically do this is we're going to drop the technique that we want to learn about on Tuesday. You'll know what's coming uh, ahead of time. And then we're going to hop on and all learn together. And that's part of the fun of this channel. So it just... <laughs> The burly, aggressively average Scott Vermonter. <laughs> I love the conspiracies that come out of this show. This is what I live for, you guys. All right, one for the road here. Uh, which one should we do? Two or three? Paul, pick. Two or three? Yeah, question two or three. Slow rolling thunder to, to roll those. on out of here. We did it. There's did only three oh, left. Then it's three. There's only one left. All yeah. right. So here it is, you guys. The most important question of Valentine's Day oh. is... Say you're going to get a nice, sweet, chocolatey treat. What is the absolute best chocolatey treat? Uh, it's For me, this is unplanned. My wife and I got these for each other. It is the mm. seasonal Reese's peanut butter cup. So like the, the ones that are the hearts. Heart or shaped. if you're smart, you get hearts. the Easter, you get the Easter, oh, heart. <laughs> the hearts. you get the Easter ones that are eggs because those are the freshest. Ah, yes. The, the next thing up. I got you. I got you. Yeah. If you see pumpkins run like those are outdated. <laughs> circa 2022. Oh, that shelf oh, chocolate ain't doing well. Right down Reese's chocolate heart. Or <laughs> not let him show it to you. Another, another conspiracy for another day. If you guys want to know why we're air quoting this, if you've ever seen the Reese's Chocolate Hearts, spin it a whole 180 degrees and you'll know what we're talking about. It don't look like dangle it right me. here. <laughs> you just put it on your chin. You just put it on your chin. It'd be really, really cool looking. Lay it down right here. You can't do that on YouTube. Anyways, uh, Ethan, Ethan, what's the uh, what's the best type of chocolate for you? Um. So my wife and I have probably slightly different tastes. I think she's probably more like your, your like milk chocolate type person. I, I like dark chocolate a lot. So like any like dark chocolate, if it has like almonds or something, even better. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't have like a specific brand though because I just I kind of buy whatever. You know, I, I don't really buy that much candy, so I never really remember what I like. Fair. If it, all right. So if I was nine years old again, it would be the Hershey's cookies and cream the bar right like the chocolate bar is like enough. if Pretty i saw enough. that like in a vending machine i was like yes uh nowadays it would be dark chocolate and sea salt which is definitely a cop-out answer i know i know it's good. it sounds lame delicious no, let's eat that all day all day that's oh, good so maybe yeah, i will yeah maybe i'll go get some right now I don't know. All right. Anyways, uh, I, the, he, I think the answer after being a father is whatever's left uh, in uh, on the counter from your kids. Like, oh my god, the dad tax. The dad, the dad tax, tax is, is it skyrocketed best. in COVID. It was so high in COVID. I don't think my kids could afford it. Now it's it's dropped down significantly. We're back down to like two percent, but it was rocking yeah. like forty percent. Like whatever his plate was, I was getting two out of the three. Like I, I feel, <laughs> I feel like it's the mafia too because I'll, they'll walk in with the candy bags and I'll be like, all right. Let's no, go. no, no, like, you don't no. go back there. Not you don't go to deliver. You stop by my chair first. You get over here. Oh, you want to play with your Barbies? All right, I'm gonna need that dad tax. Let's go. Let's go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on out of here, Ethan. Thank you so much, man. Uh, I I can't tell you how awesome it is when you reach out to us and you're like, hey, I made a new thing and I want to oh. announce it on your show. Like that's freaking cool, man. So we really do appreciate you popping on and, and doing that. Uh, what are you? Are you? Oh, we totally forgot. 
Ethan, we what? didn't even meant no, there's even way more important than the purple jigs. What? Something is happening in the next short <laughs> period of time. Yeah. Well, so hopefully people stay Jeff, until the end. Tell them. <laughs> Jeff, I appreciate that. Paul, I appreciate that. The Bronco Blades are only the beginning this spring. Stay tuned. There's there's something in the works that I think um I think you guys will enjoy very much. So I'll I'll just keep it pretty pretty simple. Um, and, and I'm not going to go deep here, but I would say coming soon, spring, probably 2023, there'll be another drop. And we could potentially do another live if it works out, but totally understand if it doesn't. But It already does. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think, We're available. I think you guys, it does. I think you guys will really like this one. And I think I just saw Creek Fishing Adventures in here. So, hey, John, yeah. I think John will like this one too. Yeah, I do. I can't believe we missed. We, we're terrible at this. I don't know why you chose us. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, made a so grave bad. error in your trust. You made me just laugh my butt off. Like I even wrote ago. it in there, way at the top of the show. <laughs> we just it was the right first. Ethan, it's a first note in our show notes, and he just went man. All right, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I had a blast. All right, awesome. Uh, so, anyways, thank you so much for being on. Uh, you guys, stay tuned. This spring, there's going to be another drop, so we'll make sure to get Ethan back on here, launch that baby. But for now, go get your Bronco blades. You're going to want them, and you're going to want your purple jigs with that. And you guys are going to go catch a whole ton of spring sallies. It's going to be an absolute blast. I know I'm pumped for it. We're definitely fishing together, Ethan. Very soon, we're going to make that stuff happen. And uh, I can't wait to. Just be on open water like is it's been like five months this is absolutely absurd like i hate i hate that so much about this season but i'm excited that uh this ice is going bye-bye and i'm gonna be i'm gonna get the kayak ready this weekend it's going down uh thank you guys so much for watching if you haven't followed ethan yet what are you doing? Like at this point, I'm surprised because he's been on the show so many times. Uh, you can find him fish anything and mule fishing. Go look those up everywhere. Uh, go to the mule fishing website. If you guys want to pick some stuff up, use our link in the description below. Uh, on behalf of myself, Paul and Chaz, you guys are awesome nerds. We love you. And we'll see you next Wednesday when we learn some stuff. Chaz, take us out of here. <laughs>